Oh, yeah. Whatever day this is. Let's go neighborhood. Sometimes you just gotta book some fantasy to plan out some wrestling. What you want it to be. This is By the Book. Come take a look. By the Book. Well, technically, you'll hear it. DC's just a fan laying out his plan. By the Book. To get you in the spirit. This is By the Book. So, hey, neighborhood, if you're feeling low, DC will save you with this podcast show. This is By the Book. By the book. Shooby doo wop, wada. Yeah. Welcome back to By the Book. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Uh, this is the Corona Cup Tournament of Nerdiness episode, I believe, 59. If my math's right, it's December 8th. Hopefully, we know who the president is. Uh, it's still October 24th. Uh, I just recorded the last episode, and I'd like to point out I did the math a little better since I wasn't on the air. Uh, Luke Harper is actually the 129th favorite wrestler, um, which seems about right. I, you know, I could probably, if I really stopped and thought about it, I could name at least 100 wrestlers that I like more, but probably not much more than that. So that, that, seems, that seems accurate. Uh, so today, I'm a little... I don't want to say unsure. I have the 16 wrestlers who lost in round three of this 65 to 192, um, you know, the good guys. Maybe I should have called them that. Just the good guys, the, the fun guys, whatever. Um, so that'll get me through 128 to 113th greatest. Uh, I think what I'll do in this episode is I'll actually do all the way through. Like, I'm actually going to rank these guys 1 to 16. Um, although, again, some of these names, not, not as many. Some of these names don't belong here on, on, on a me tournament. The Jeremy rule will, will show up at least once. Um, but I think we're getting to the point now where we, we do need to start actually ranking. You know, this was never intended to be the the DC 1000, kind of like the PWI 500. But as we get closer and closer to the, the to the top, I think so. Um, but we'll see. You know, now that I've said that, I probably should do it. But and then I don't even think that's going to take the entire episode because it is one index card and only 16 people. In which case, we'll go back to the main bracket for this good guys um, group. And we'll, we'll keep plugging along with that. Uh, so, a lot to do in, in this episode. And we are, we are rapidly approaching episode 64. And I do want to put a bow on this at that point and move on with our lives. Um, so, shall we get into it? Yes. Yes, we shall. Uh, this first matchup is, you know, is a heart herder, no doubt about it. Uh, my boy Bo Dallas uh, versus Umaga. Those two wrestle legit 94 times out of 100. Umaga's going to win. Unless you have someone like me as the booker. And unfortunately for Umaga, uh, that is the case. You know, so we now know that Bo Dallas will actually 
get no higher than 113th, even if he runs the table with this tournament, and he might, let's be honest, uh, he still can only get to 113th. It's just the nature of the brackets. And again, that's probably accurate. That's probably right. As much as I love being the Bo Dallas guy on Twitter, that is a bit of a gimmick. Let's be honest. I do love him, but a bit of a gimmick. Uh, but he is going to defeat Umaga. Um, so let me get a separate index card, and I want to flip it over. I did that very early on. I was flipping brackets over, and that just didn't make a lot of sense. So I'll just get a new one. And then Keith Lee versus Randy Orton. There is no question. Keith Lee wins as much as I enjoy uh, Randy Orton at times, not always. All right. So Bo Dallas wins. Keith Lee wins. Tom Pritchard versus Shane Helms. Ooh, talk about a great match. Uh, I will give the... Hmm, this is not the Hurricane. This is Shane. I do love Shane Helms, though. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give the win to Helms. No love lost to Tom, Dr. Tom. I'd like to point out, both members of the Heavenly Bodies made it into the top 160. That's got to be something. Something, something. Uh, and then Al Snow versus the Macho King. Hmm. A lot of my exposure to the Macho King was as a kid watching Coliseum Home Video. I've told this story a thousand times. Uh, and I didn't like the Macho King at that point. So while I appreciate Randy Savage, technically, if I, if I tabulate my, my joy, lifetime joy, uh, the Macho King would not have a lot of it because he was a heel. And while I didn't love Hulk Hogan, uh, you know, he was fighting Dusty Rhodes, who I did like, and, and a lot of people who I liked. So do I give the win to Al Snow? I think I do. I do like Al Snow. Not wild about this head cheese thing I'm seeing uh, in early 2000 WWF, mainly because they changed his theme song. That must have been because um, he had turned heel and that What Does Everyone Want theme song wasn't going to work for that. But still, I'll give Al Snow the win. Uh, Bubba Ray Dudley versus Raven. You know, this is interesting. Be oh, no. Let me check. This might be Big Bubba. Hold on. Let's be let's be let's be real about this. Let's put the work in. I do think this is Bubba Rogers, not Bubba Ray Dudley. Yeah. Has to be, right? Yeah, that would be around three losers with Raven. Yep. Uh, this is Big Bubba Rogers, which actually makes it much easier. Um, because then Bubba gets the win. I was going to say, didn't really love Bubba Ray Dudley or Raven as much as I thought I would, uh, but I do like Big Bubba. So he gets the win. Raven drops down. Uh, here's where Jeremy plays a role. Uh, Ernie Ladd, again, not going to be in this, this echelon of talent in a tournament for me because I don't know his work that much. Uh, but he made it this far, and we should be proud of that, Jeremy, because he's going up against Jinder, and come on now. Come on now. Uh, he cannot beat Jinder Mahal. I'm sorry. He can't. Not, 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 in, my, not in my house. Not in my yard. Uh, Dirty Dutch Mantel versus Stunning Steve Austin. Again, for Jeremy, Dutch Mantel made it. And because it's my tournament, Stunning Steve wins. And then we've got Scott Steiner versus Kevin Sullivan. Now, again, I don't believe I um, distinguished between Big Papa Pump and Scott Steiner. Probably should have, although maybe I did. 
Maybe I did. Eh, either way, doesn't matter. Uh, this would be Scott Steiner, like early Scott Steiner, and he would win over Kelvin Sullivan. Um, so there we go. All right. Let's move down to the... Because, yes, this is what I'm going to do here. What I'm going to do here is these eight wrestlers who lost are going to have their own mini tournament. I'm not going to drop, you know, losers down like I do in the normal brackets. In a, in a normal consolation tournament, whoever loses in the second round goes into the consolations. In this case, these eight people are the bottom eight. They're going to fight it out. Umaga versus Orton. Umaga, no question. Tom Pritchard versus the Macho King. I'm giving it to Dr. Tom. You know, and, and I'm counting, I am truthfully counting some of his run as zip in there, but still, Dr. Tom over the Macho King. Call me crazy. I'll, I'll accept it. Uh, Ernie Ladd will beat Raven. That'll be for Jeremy. And I am giving Kevin Sullivan the win over uh, Dutch Mantel because I do like Kevin Sullivan. So that means we have Orton versus the Macho King. And then Raven versus Dutch Mantel. Uh, I will give the Macho... Uh, yeah, I will give the Macho King the win because there was a lot of time where I didn't like Orton. Uh, but I will give Raven the win over uh, Dutch Mantel. But to figure out the bottom of this bracket, uh, Dutch Mantel will beat Orton. So, we get another index card. Luckily, I have a bunch. Uh, one, the 100 and what did we say this was? 28. 128th wrestler is Orton. 127 is Mantel. Uh, who do I like more, Macho King or Raven? We'll say Macho King. So the 126th would be Raven. 125, the Macho King. All right, we're getting somewhere here. Progress is being made. Uh, Umaga over Dr. Tom. And I will give Ernie Ladd the win over Kevin Sullivan again for Jeremy. Uh, so then who do I like more, Tom Pritchard or Kevin Sullivan? I do like Kevin Sullivan. So Tom Pritchard is number 124. Kevin Sullivan is 123. And then I'm giving Umaga the win over Ernie Ladd. There'd be a great story there because Ernie Ladd did manage the Wild Samoans. Umaga, of course, part of the Samoan line, may even be a son. I don't, I don't know exactly where Umaga falls in the family, but either way. Um, so that means that 122 is Ernie Ladd, and 121 is Umaga. All right, that is done. That index card can go under that one. Let's move back to the tournament uh, itself, the main final eight for this part. This is, again, if you're just joining me 11 minutes into a podcast, uh, these are the people who lost in round three of the uh, good guys, 120, what did I say it was? Oh, 65 to 192. All right. Bo Dallas versus Keith Lee. I like Keith Lee, but it's too early for him to beat Bo Dallas. He can't. Actually, let me flip this card over. I'll still use this card. So Bo Dallas wins. Shane Helms versus Al Snow. Oh, what a match. What a match. What a match. What a match. Mm. I can't factor in that <laughs> Al Snow was Avatar, though I want to watch Avatar wrestle the Hurricane now. 
That'd be fun. Um, hmm. Shane Helms versus Al Snow. I'm going to give the win to Snow. I'm going to give the win to Al Snow. Uh, not just because of the um, head gimmick, which actually doesn't factor in as much, though I give him credit for getting it over. Uh, he's just, you know, he's got the martial arts skills. He can fly. He's a total package wrestler. Not Lex Luger. Better than Lex Luger. Uh, Big Bubba Rogers versus Jinder Mahal. Come on now. What are we talking about here? Uh, some of you may have guessed what you think the final is going to be. Don't be so sure. Because uh, Scott Steiner is going to beat Stunning Steve Austin. That would be a fantastic match for, like, the TV title. I, I submit to you, Scott Steiner was at one point the greatest wrestler in the world for a good stretch of time there. I really liked him. I really thought he was going to be a multiple-time world champion, never guessing that Big Papa Pump was in my future. Because as soon as he became Big Papa Pump, he became far less interesting to me. Became much too muscular. Um, and again, no, lo no love lost to Stunning Steve. Almost gave him the win. Uh, all right, so that's set up. So now we need to get these four people taken care of to figure out 120, 119, 118, and 117. Uh, Keith Lee will beat Shane Helms, Stunning Steve will beat Keith Lee, and Stunning Steve will beat, yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself, let me start over. Keith Lee beats Shane Helms, Stunning Steve Austin beats Big Bubba, Shane Helms beats Big Bubba, so Big Bubba is 120th, Shane Helms is 119th, and I'm saying that Stunning Steve Austin does beat Keith Lee. So, to, to sum up, from the bottom here, starting at 128 and working up. So, the lower the number, the higher. So, 100, Orton is 128th, the bottom of this tournament. Dutch Mantel, Raven, the Macho King, Tom Pritchard, Kevin Sullivan, Ernie Ladd, Umaga, Big Bubba Rogers, Shane Helms, Keith Lee, and Stunning Steve Austin. I am happy with just about all of that, truthfully. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with that. All right, final four. Uh, Bo Dallas does beat Al Snow. Come on now. That'd be, a, again, great match. Uh, the trickier one for me is Jinder Mahal versus Scott Steiner. Truthfully, it's not. Um, while I don't think you should hinder Jinder, and I do think uh, his, his main event run that he's had was deserved, Scott Steiner's got to win that. So uh, that means our... Our consolation final, the, the battling for third place in this particular bracket, for battling for 115th place, is it Al Snow or is it Jinder Mahal? And truthfully, it's Al Snow. So Jinder Mahal comes in fourth. Al Snow comes in third. So now we get to our final. Bo Dallas versus Scott Steiner. Drum roll, please. Your winner. Taking the place of 113th favorite wrestler. The one. The only. Scott Steiner. I mean, come on. He was amazing. The Steiner screwdriver. When I was watching wrestling at this time, I had watched, you know, um, your Bret Hart's. You know, I had seen WWF. So I was familiar with that 
style. This is, again, 92, 93. We're talking Papa Shango. We're talking Ric Flair's run. We're talking Bret Hart. Um, and I had seen the Coliseum video stuff. So I had seen Hogan and Warrior and Savage. So I thought I was familiar with, uh, probably at that time as a kid, the entire world of wrestling. I had never watched any Japanese wrestling except for whomever had shown up. You know, Yokozuna, to me, qualified as a Japanese wrestler. Because at the time, I didn't know he was Samoan. I didn't know. I assumed he was Japanese because I was a kid. And they told me he was Japanese, so I thought he was Japanese. Um, although they may have never actually said that. But regardless. Um, I'd never watched New Japan. I had watched very little in the way of the Steiner brothers. And then they show up. And Scott Steiner is doing uh, Tiger Drivers, Butterfly Suplexes, the Steiner Screwdriver. He is doing, you know, belly to bellies from the middle rope. He is doing moves that I had never seen before. And my little brain melted. Had no idea that's what wrestling could be. And to this day, when I create a wrestler on a wrestling video game, it is influenced in many ways by Scott Steiner, you know, and, and you could then trace that back to whoever he was influenced by. And you could add some people, the more modern things. But the first wrestler that I probably saw and really wanted to be like, because Bret Hart, I, I loved the hitman, um, but he wasn't big. He was always the little guy. Not me. Don't know if you know that about me. I'm not the little guy. Uh, and so when Scott Steiner came around and he was, you know, he wasn't a giant. I'm not a giant. I'm not tall. I'm big. And so for a guy to be that broad and muscular, again, not big Papa Pump muscular. He went a bit too far and be throwing people around and doing all these incredible moves. That's all I wanted. And I love you, Bo Dallas. I do. But Scott Steiner, the... The mullet-haired Scott Steiner was my guy. You know, when I make a list of, you know, who are the, like, again, I, I do really believe this from probably what, now that I've gone and looked back, what was it, 90 to 92, 91 to 93, maybe even into 94, depending on your years, you know, Scott Steiner may have been the best pure wrestler in the world, in the way that Cesaro is, um, in the way that Mr. Perfect was you know because by this time mr perfect was done pretty much um you know he was doing commentary he was advising rick flair like he had his injuries had, had hit him um you know in a way that i say billy gunn but that's probably not accurate but um yeah and it would probably like randy savage or steamboat or like like just the elite in-ring wrestlers who could do a little of everything yeah so, Bo Dallas, I love him. I wish, 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 wish they would do something with him, ideally involving his brother, but I'd be even okay if they didn't. Um, but I may have shocked you all, but Scott Steiner. I didn't intend to give a little love letter to Scott Steiner, but that's what happened. So, yeah, we now have us uh, this, this group ranked. From Scott Steiner to Randy Orton, 113 to 128. Um, 
I could just end this episode now and have it be a slightly shorter episode. But because I'm a little nervous that we're not going to finish, uh, let's move on from that. Let's take a breath. <sighs> that was fun. That was fun. That was fun. I don't often um, wax that rhapsodic about wrestlers like that. But clearly I had things to say about Scotty Steiner. Um, so we have a few minutes left in this episode. What I'd like to do is I'd like to return to the actual tournament um, because, you know, now that we've done that, I think we're about half halfway home maybe, maybe more than that. Um, we still have the actual people, the people who will be 112th through 65th. Um, and, you know, We've made it through three rounds of the consolation. So I've, as I look on page one, Ted DiBiase has advanced, Magnum TA has advanced, but they currently have no opponents, which means we actually need to go back into the semifinals of each page, uh, tournament proper or whatever you want to call it, and, and get that done. So we are very close to ending this, and then we can turn our attention to the final 64. Um, so we, we got to get this done. So maybe we'll get through the semifinals of each page in the next 10 minutes, I think. Uh, and that'll set up the semifinals, finals, the semifinals of the constellations, and then the finals. Yeah, you get what I'm going here, because then we got to put it all together. So I have like almost a little bit of adrenaline. I did not intend to go off on Scott Steiner the way I did, but like I like – yeah, I have a little bit of that kind of like adrenaline when you're talking about something passionately and, you know, didn't. It's one of those things that I knew all of that about Scott Steiner, but I have rarely put words to how eye opening he was. Um, I'm not going to say that without Scott Steiner, I lose interest in wrestling, but. My, you know. The interest in, in the, the kind of hoss, the guys who are the amateur wrestlers who are doing suplexes, the Tazes, the Angles, guys like that, all to me stem from Scott Steiner. All right. Are, are the Steiner brothers the reason I went into amateur wrestling? No. I probably would have done it anyways, but they, they, didn't, they didn't hurt. Okay. Page one. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Scott Hall versus William Regal. I have to presume that um, Razor Ramon was in here already. I have to remember that. So this is just Scott Hall. And again, this is not, you know, this is not one era of Scott Hall. So this is AWA Scott Hall, which granted I only watched like two matches of, um, all the way to then he returns in 96 in May, and it's NWO Scott Hall versus William Regal. Uh, now, I've missed a lot of William Regal. But, of course, because it's me, what I saw of Regal, I really, really enjoyed. Both of them at the time battling drug issues. You know, if I'm talking 90s Scott Hall, both of them battling demons. Um, I did appreciate the NWO, but it got old fast. William Regal, as far as I'm concerned, never gets old. So I'm giving the win to William Regal, which means that Scott Hall drops down to take on Ted DiBiase in the Constellations, which we'll get to in another episode. And then you have Arn Anderson versus Brock Lesnar. 
Now, this is not about who would win. This is about joy. Brock Lesnar brings me a lot of joy, but not always. And he's not around a lot. So a lot of it is the idea of Brock Lesnar. And then Arn Anderson. Again, he's not a Scott Steiner type, but as someone who is follically challenged, there is part of me that identifies with him. Yeah, I'm going with Arn Anderson. If I had to pick who, which matches am I watching, I'm watching Arn Anderson's. So, uh, William Regal and Arn Anderson will battle in the finals of this page on our next episode to give you a little preview. We'll also have Scott Hall versus Ted DiBiase, as I said before, and Magnum TA versus Brock Lesnar. That should be fun. Jeremy is screaming at his podcast gimmick right now. All right, Sid Vicious versus The Undertaker. What a match. A WrestleMania main event. Uh, yeah, we got to go with The Undertaker. I don't think that's a question. Sid Vicious will battle Andre the Giant. Uh, and then we have uh, Ricky Steamboat versus Seth Rollins. Oh. oh, the matches I would watch of those two. Um, yeah. I found joy in Steamboat anytime I watch him. Seth Rollins, I find joy most of the time, but to be fair, not always. So I'm giving the win to Ricky Steamboat. Rollins <laughs> will take on Minoru Suzuki. <laughs> That'd be fun. These are fun matches. These, this is, I'm having a great time. I hope you get that. I'm having just the best time doing this. Uh, Billy Gunn versus The Fiend. Oh, God. Why? I just said I was having such a good time, and now I have to make this decision. Oh, now I'm sad. Uh, no, I, I got to go with Billy Gunn because The Fiend, again, is too new. I love The Fiend. I love that this is happening for that character. I love that he's a thing. I love that he's doing so well, and I hope it continues. But Billy Gunn has been my guy for such a long time. I got to keep going with that. Billy Gunn advances. The Fiend takes on our truth, which would be hilarious. Uh, and then Tully Blanchard versus Bobby Eaton. I mean, come on. What a match. But Tully Blanchard gets the win. Bobby Eaton takes on Sami Zayn. And again, what would be an awesome match? The matches we're seeing here. Steamboat versus Rollins. Blanchard versus Eaton. We're going to see Zayn versus Eaton. Oh. Again, having a wonderful time. Now let's see what fresh hell awaits on the next page. Uh, Stevie Richards versus Eddie Gilbert. Never mind. I'm still having a wonderful time. Eddie Gilbert wins. Come on, Jeremy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you ride this out. Eddie Gilbert might win this page. I haven't even looked. Oh, never mind. No, he's not. Sorry. <laughs> Just looked down to see uh, what else was, was awaiting me. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, he's not going to win this page. But, you know, he's doing well. He's having a great time. Um, Stevie. Why is Stevie still here? Stevie has no business being this high, you know. If I look back at 100, like, everybody from 113 to 128, I would watch over Stevie Richards. Uh, there are flaws in this tournament. I, I do want to start over, honestly. I'm not kidding. As While I am having a wonderful time, and I am, probably because I don't want it to end, I want to start all over again and do it completely over and do it better and rank, like, not going to. Uh, Stevie's going to lose to Terry Funk, which would be fun because it'll be like an ECW reunion. Um, and then the reason Eddie Gilbert is not going to win is because Christopher Daniels is going to beat Dusty Rhodes. And it's Christopher Daniels in a DC Matthews production. We know how this ends. Uh, Dusty will take on 
uh, Damian Sandow in what would be just a remarkably fun match. And Eddie Gilbert versus Chris Daniels. That would be real fun. Uh, I would say that Jeremy should send me a five-paragraph essay detailing why Eddie Gilbert should win. But by the time he hears this, uh, it'll be over. So he can, he can tell me in hindsight, I guess, if he wants to. Uh, Brian Pillman versus Christian. Now this is Loose Cannon Pillman, who I did like, even though he didn't wrestle a lot. Now that I've watched it, he didn't wrestle a whole lot. He was injured at that point and then sadly passed away. Um, and I missed a lot of the Christian, you know, the Captain Charisma era. I was fading and I missed all of him in TNA. Hopefully I'll get to catch up. Although I know Impact Plus doesn't have a whole lot of certain years, which I find so stupid. But I'll give Pillman the win. So Christian will wrestle Bullet Bob Armstrong. And then the model Rick Martel versus Two Cold Scorpio. Ooh. You know, I like the model, and that character was great. But Two Cold Scorpio, every time I watch him, I can't say he was a great. Was he a great wrestler? Kind of. But he was doing aerial stuff that nobody else, again, I saw at the time, was doing. So I'm giving the win to Too Cold. The model will take on Marcel Bartel in this Constellations. And then we get uh, the Loose Cannon versus Too Cold. Awesome match. Triple H versus Kofi Kingston. Uh, up until the network, uh, Kofi was all lost years. Missed tons of Kofi Kingston, all the early stuff, which, to be fair, is if you're going to miss some of it, miss that. Like, his New Day stuff is great. Do I find joy in Triple H? No, I suppose I don't. I'm irritated with him as world champion right now. I'm irritated with him as kind of getting to be in power right now and making matches with Stephanie. I understand that is the point, but I find no joy in him, so I, by default, Kofi wins. Uh, Triple H will take on Vader in the Constellations. And then we have Bret Hart versus Eddie Guerrero. Oh. Oh. That could be the final. Truthfully, that would be that would be a matchup again main event anywhere on any planet um, you know I, I've talked either on this episode or the last episode about lifetime joy actually no really if, if that's the case I was going to make a case for Bret Hart uh, talking about lifetime joy because of all the love I had from as a kid but most of my wrestle watching life he's been bitter Bret so really I suppose uh, no I suppose if I'm counting lifetime joy, I got to give the win to Eddie. Hey, that worked out. Uh, Brett will wrestle Tommaso Ciampa, which is a rematch of a match earlier in this uh, bracket, in this tournament. We'll see when I make that decision. I'm done recording today, so the next time I do this will either be tomorrow or some other time. Uh, we'll see if I change my mind. But uh, Ciampa versus Brett, which would be great, and Kofi versus Eddie Guerrero. I'll take that. All right. Murphy versus Sheamus. Again, I don't know why Sheamus got this far. I've never particularly loved Sheamus. I appreciate Sheamus. Uh, I respect Sheamus, but I've never been a Sheamus fan. Um, he'll take on Booker T, which would be fun. And then the Hurricane. Hey, Shane Helms, twice in this episode. Um, right? Yeah, right. Uh, versus the Belfast Bruiser. I mean, come on. Finley. 
love Finley. Uh, so the Hurricane will take on Sonata in what would be an amazing match. And Murphy taking on the Belfast Bruiser. Oh, yes, please, and thank you. Having just a wonderful time. All right, last page. Last, last few matches here, friends. Uh, Ming versus Edge. Come on. Edge is great, but he's not Ming. So Ming advances. Edge takes on Bam Bam Bigelow. Edge has got some rotten luck in these, tur these two. And then John Cena versus the Giant. Hmm. I loved early Giant. Was less invested in NWO Giant. Although, I do remember as a kid being very much like, get out of there, you're better than this, you're better than this. So, I was still a fan. I just wanted him to break away from the NWO. Um, and then he went to the WWF and changed his name, and that's the big show, who's a different guy. So... I do like the giant a lot. Uh, John Cena, yeah, uh, a lot of lost years, and I imagine I will get pretty annoyed with him. So I'm giving the win to the giant. And John Cena will wrestle Kerry Von Erich. Ooh, talk about all-time matchups. All right there, friends. So we did a lot in this episode, a lot. We ranked uh, 128 to 113. And then we did a whole round of, that would be, what, 65 to 98-ish? Again, my math is terrible. Uh, but, yeah, we are set up so that in the next episode, we should be able to put a bow on all of this. So in episode 60, we'll wrap up 65 to 192, which will leave us four episodes to do the finals. So the final 64. I may, I'm, I actually may go back and redo the opening round. I know I did it on a previous episode. That was a mistake. I may go back, because I haven't written it out in a bracket yet. So I may print out another bracket, write the first round, and do it again. Probably the matches will wind up with the same result, but that would be interesting to see if it doesn't. And, and we'll go from there. But that's later. We got five more episodes to go, friends. It's the final countdown. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. In a dilapidated boat. You're welcome for that. Nerd DC callback. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Thank you for joining me. This episode and chapter I meant of By the Book is closed. We'll see you the next time we go by the book.